So Jesse, in Proverbs 26, verses 4 and 5, how do I know when to use which scenario? Verse 4, don't answer the fool according to his foolishness. Verse 5, answer the fool according to his foolishness. Verse 4, don't answer a fool according to his foolishness or you'll be like him yourself. Verse 5, answer a fool according to his foolishness or he'll become wise in his own eyes. So how do I know when to take verse number 4? How do I know when to take verse number 5? When the reductio ad absurditum, meaning reducing a train of thought down to the absurdity that's beneath it, is readily obvious, you can use, you can employ verse 5, answering the fool according to his foolishness. Okay, if we go with your plan, here's what's naturally going to result. Okay, when it's very, it was just patently clear that their argument, their train of thought is really just absurd. You can demonstrate that to them. All right, now what you're going to learn is whether or not they're humble in heart. Because that's, that's pretty humbling. It's, it's a humbling thing to say, wait a minute, you, you're right. If we go with my plan, it's going to result in utter disaster. If they're objective, if they're truly honest about this, then they'll be able to answer that. But you've got to remember something else. This is not just a neutral debate between two objective, intellectually honest parties. You know about your sin nature as a Christian because you've confessed your sin. If they're skeptical of the gospel and everything else, they don't really believe that they're sinful. They think that they're truly objective. So they may not be able to see it. They may not be able to see the folly of their own foolishness. They may not be able to see the absurdity of their own worldview. So if this is the case, you refuse to answer. If it's a clear path where you can demonstrate Reductio ad absurditum. Look, when I come over to your frame and look at the world through your lens, here's the natural just cataclysmic disaster that flows from that. You go that route. If they're not humble enough to receive that, you do not lend validity to their worldview. You instead offer, here's how the gospel view interprets these events. I'm gonna pray for you to have discernment. When to employ verse four, when to employ verse five. Verse four often comes in handy when you know that you're dealing with somebody who has pride in their heart. If if you're dealing with somebody who's more humble, then you can likely demonstrate to them the folly of their foolishness. Let me pray for you. God, we look at the comprehensive approach in verses four and five of Proverbs 26, and it informs how we practice apologetics. When we practice presuppositional apologetics, looking at the void beneath the feet of our quote-unquote opponent in debate. Lord, I pray that you would give us the wisdom when we can demonstrate the absurdity of the alternative, a worldview that will never account for where planets came from, never account for where life came from, never account for where morality came from, and just show how absurd that is. And Lord, if there's pride in the heart of our friend who's far from you, I pray that you would give us the grace to show what it looks like through our biblical worldview. Give us the discernment. Give us the opportunity. It's in your name we pray. Amen.